0: to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you'll discover how to break through your money blocks and have a great relationship with money. Learn the secrets you can replicate to manifest more money in your business and create your ideal lifestyle. And now, your host, Money Mindset Expert and CPA, Caroline Labour. Hi, I'm Caroline Labour, Money Mindset
1: Expert and CPA. Today, we're going to talk about where money blocks come from and how you can break through them. So let's get into it. Money blocks are self-limiting beliefs around money, and they have the effect of keeping people stuck. And I see this happen in two major ways. So either they make people stay poor or they make people feel poor. And let me explain what I mean by that. So this usually happens to people who grew up in middle-class families or in poverty, And as a result of the energy that's around you when you're growing up in that environment, you develop money blocks. And most often it has the effect of making people stay poor. So this might mean that, you know, you're never actually able to save. So somehow money runs out every month and you find yourself spending everything that you earn. Um, For other people, it could mean getting into debt. So, you know, repeating the cycle of debt over and over and um, never finding a way to break out of that debt. Um, For others and for many business owners, um, one of the key problems that I see is people not being able to hit their income goals. And it's not through lack of trying or lack of executing on different strategies. It's actually because there's a self-imposed ceiling there where deep down you don't really believe that you can get to that income goal. Um, but you don't necessarily know that that belief's there; it just keeps showing up in your results, and so they're all you know different ways that um, people in reality stay poor because of their money blocks and then there's sort of another level as well where people can feel poor, and what I mean by this is you know some people through either education or you know sheer like relentless hard work, manage to break through some of those barriers so they're able to earn lots of money. Um, Maybe they've got savings, maybe they've got no debt. So if you actually look at their financial status, they're doing okay. But if you still have money blocks and you haven't cleared those, then that has the effect of making you feel like you're poor. And people experience this in the form of feeling really guilty about the fact that they're making money and then also feeling guilty about spending money. So, you know, not being able to treat themselves to anything and um, almost still living, you know, like the life of a pauper because of their upbringing. And so what I want to tell you about today is where these money blocks actually come from, Um, because what happens is many of us think that, you know, because of my results today, um, I'm feeling negative about money because I didn't hit my income goal. But actually money blocks get formed during childhood. So this happens when our minds are really impressionable and we absorb everything that's going on around us. So usually, you know, before like the age of five. And so um, one of the examples that I want to share with you is my own story. So this is um, an example of my first negative money experience. And there are two ways actually that um, we our money blocks end up forming. So the first one is through shock. So an experience that sort of sends shock waves through your body and has a really strong lasting effect. And, um, you know, the second form is actually repetition, which is where something happens. And actually, this can be a reinforcement of an event from shock. Um, but what happens is, you know, through things that we experience or things that we observe, um, we keep reinforcing a negative belief about money. And so my first negative money experience happened when I was only four years old. And, you know, I remember this so vividly. And what happened was we had moved, as in my family, my parents had moved from a country called Mauritius, and I didn't speak very much English um, at this point in time. And so I'd started primary school, and I remember following a girl around at school and um, her mum used to work in our school canteen where you could go and buy different snacks. And her mum used to give us free food at lunchtime. And it never occurred to me, because I had no concept of money back then, that her mum was probably buying those things behind the scenes and just giving them to us. And then there was one particular day when my friend wasn't around. And so I felt, you know, really brave and confident. And I went up to the front of the canteen line and saw my friend's mum. And I remember thinking, I'm really going to treat myself today. And I asked for a strawberry frozen yogurt. And my friend's mum just looked at me and said, you know, that's quite expensive. You're really going to have to start paying for your own food. And as a four-year-old, I just froze in utter terror. So I felt, you know, so humiliated, like I just wanted to like crawl into a hole and disappear. And at that point, I realized that you needed money to buy things, and I didn't have any. And I felt so embarrassed about not having money. And the thing is, you know, that experience left made such a lasting impact on me um, that that ended up shaping a lot of my experiences with money later on. And is probably the reason that, you know, quite early in my life, I ended up getting into a lot of debt. And so, you know, it wasn't because I didn't understand money. I mean, I am a qualified accountant. So, you know, on paper, I can deal with money and figures really well. But I was carrying such a strong negative money energy that I ended up finding myself in situations where I couldn't hit my income goals. I got into a lot of debt. I never had any savings. And I had an all-round really bad experience with money. And so that's an example of how, you know, an event that, as I said, can send these shockwaves through your body can really have such a lasting impact on your relationship with money. Um, and, you know, now I see it time and time again with um, my clients. And so I want to share another story with you. And um, let's call this client Anne. That's not her real name, of course. But um, I have a, a client who... Um, Ended up being in quite a bit of debt and so always found herself in a situation where she never had any money but she also couldn't get her coaching business off the ground. So she kept dabbling in things like, you know, a new website or, oh, I need to create a live event. No, I need to do an online course. No, maybe I'll do one-on-ones. And she just kept going around in circles and, you know, maybe deciding on something, getting like 80% of the way and then just giving up. Um and so as we, you know, spent some time exploring this and really looking at Anne's money mindset, what we discovered was that because of some really early childhood experiences, um, and in particular an experience where um Anne had been entitled to some compensation but her parents held on to it, and by the time she kind of got the money, it, you know, it just wasn't much, like it just sort of didn't really... um You know, help the situation in terms of a lot of the suffering that she'd gone through. And so she grew up feeling really ripped off. And that energy was so strong that she kept finding ways to relive that, you know, even in the form of getting into lots of transactions and through the weirdest of circumstances, you know, things would fall through like the kinds of things where, you know, these things don't really happen to normal people. Like you don't hear about it. So like a property deal where you know, out of the blue, someone involved in the transaction passes away. And so things sit in limbo for months, like all these uncanny things. Um, but it was almost a way of like Anne reliving this really negative, toxic energy, you know, around money and having grown up with such a negative experience of not getting money that she was entitled to. And so a big part of what I do is actually show people how to break through these money blocks. And, you know, there's three steps. And step one is uh, actually the one that I would say most people struggle with, and that is to identify your money blocks. Because the thing is, they're usually hidden. We don't even know they're there and we don't know to go looking for them. We just keep experiencing what it's like to not make money or to always run out of money. And so the first thing that you want to do is get in tune with your own money energy and to understand what your money blocks are and what they mean to you. And so there's a simple tool that I use to do this and it's called tapping. And, you know, I've got loads of videos that you can go and watch to see um, tapping in action in a lot of detail. But if I had to shortcut it for you right here, I would say, you know, you can simply just find this point um, just under your collarbone, just that soft bit under your collarbone. And if you tap on that with two fingers, this will kind of activate the money energy that you're holding onto in your nervous system. And you can just start asking yourself, what is my money energy? How do I feel about money? What's going on with my money story? And, you know, just start to um, get engaged with what your own energy is around money. And actually the best place to start is to look at your current results. So if you have debt, if you have no savings, if you've been failing to hit an income goal, then that is a great place to start because you can use this tapping technique and just start even venting. So, you know, sort of saying, I'm so sick of not hitting my income goal, or I'm so sick of not having any savings. I'm so sick of spending everything that I've got. And just start to see what feelings come up and where you perhaps feel that in your body. Um, and what's going to happen is that, you know, by expressing those negative feelings, not only is the source of your money blocks going to reveal itself to you and you'll get more clarity about your money energy, but actually you'll then transition into step two, which is where you start to neutralize those negative emotions. And once you're able to neutralize negative emotions, then you can work on the third step, which is that you can overlay a new paradigm for yourself where you can focus on more empowering beliefs and what you'd like the situation to look like. So, you know, let's um, talk about what that looked like for my client, Anne. And so I mentioned that, you know, Anne was always in debt and was in this constant cycle of always missing out. And so we identified that Anne was holding onto this toxic energy that was so strong that she kept finding ways to repeat that cycle. And so by using tapping as a technique, we were able to kind of link back to the past and understand the original event that caused those feelings. And then we were able to assess it differently, you know, with the maturity and the experience of like Anne's present day self. And that allowed Anne to actually take ownership of her life and to realize she was carrying all this anger and resentment um towards things in the past, and that in order to move forward, she had to actually let that energy go, which we were able to neutralize through tapping. Um, you know, but Anne actually also developed the desire to want to let that go and to stop waiting for you know some form of compensation to drop into her lap. And so it's amazing that it didn't even take us long to do that. After a couple of sessions of tapping together, um, and felt completely freed of that toxic energy. And this showed up into her results. And she was able to get a promotion within weeks of us clearing that energy. So I say to my clients, you know, this stuff is not a coincidence. When you can free yourself of that toxic money energy, then you pave the way for more empowering beliefs that are going to um, enable you to, you know, hit those goals that you're going after. So your revenue goals, you know, maybe you'll get out of debt and start saving for the first time as well. Um, and, you know, my own experience was really similar. So I was once I was able to clear my negative money energy, I was able to clear all of my debt. Um, and I was able to break through my own income ceiling as well. So not only in my corporate career, um, But I was also able to transition this into my own coaching business where, you know, for ages, I struggled to get to that, you know, highly sought after $10,000 per month mark. And once I got there, because I took the right energy into it, it was super easy and it happened without, you know, um like loads of effort or trying to force it to come about. And so for me to do that, what I had to learn to clear was that energy where I had been feeling like I was poor from the time that you know I had that experience at the age of four. And because I felt that way, I was behaving in certain ways that was um, keeping me really small and invisible from the world. And because I was doing that, I wasn't able to put myself out there properly and attract, you know, new clients to my coaching practice. And so by learning to follow those steps, identifying your money blocks, neutralizing your negative beliefs, and then overlaying empowering beliefs, you're going to be able to smash through your own money blocks and then start really kicking those goals that you want to go after. So give that a go and I'd love to hear what results you get.
0: Thanks for joining the Money Mindset Podcast with Caroline Labour. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit our website, personalempowermentacademy.com, where you can subscribe to our podcast so you'll never miss a show. You can also grab a free copy of our book, Become a Money Magnet in Less Than 5 Minutes per Day. While you're at it, if you enjoyed our show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or we'd love for you to tell a friend about us. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode.